guys welcome back to recording to i'm megan and i'm sierra for this week's episode megan and i thought it would be fun to do an according to us advice episode yeah it actually been a while since we've last done an advice episode and so every once in a while we like to do one of these you guys send in basically whatever you want advice on and we give the best advice we can i feel like sometimes we're honestly like this is a really good question like this applies to me too what do mm-hmm. i think about that but nonetheless we can at least chat about it you have a loop of hair if you want to fix that for it's the on the other way. side <laughs> okay Sierra had pizza sauce on her face that I had to I fix know. beforehand, so she's looking out for me. Um, <laughs> I didn't want you to like edit the whole podcast episode and then be like, well, why didn't you say anything? Um, we had quite the setup to get into this episode. Yeah, because we, we are praying that this works. So far, so good. Um, but obviously, we have a puppy, and he, since he's getting older, he requires less sleep. So his naps after work have been less certain. And so we've been trying to like wait until he's had like we wait until he needs a nap and then like that's when we'll go record the episode and it's worked the past couple of times where like with we can time it and it works out well granted we've been home like the past couple weekends when that was happening so like during the day at some point he would eat a nap and we would like make it work then we've been out of town the past weekend so it left us two days to to record this week's episode tried yesterday didn't settle down for nap didn't work and so it's wednesday episode needs to go up tomorrow so what we ended up doing, because it's like 7.30 as we started recording this, um, we, he usually settles down in his crate pretty well when he knows that we're going somewhere. Like, I've, I have like a camera that I use that I can see him, where like I've checked it like five, ten minutes after we've left, he's like cuddled up, resting. Good. And I think he was getting to a point where he's like, he was tired and probably needing a nap, so we we're just, just facilitating it, it um, we, by faking him out. So we gave him a peanut butter kong he loves those we, like, things unlocked our front door and like propped it open to make like as little noise as possible we did the whole thing of like okay we're going we're leaving the house went, went through, through the, garage the garage door circled around the front came through the front door into our office are, you know good setup so hopefully in like, like we tested out we, we literally even i had Megan come in here from the living room or she was in the office i was in the living room and like talk as if we're podcasting. And like we have a TV show on out there. So hopefully hear. he can't really hear us right now and he's just hearing the TV. Um, so we went through some hoops to uh, record this episode for you guys. Hopefully it's all worth it. Um, so we always like to do our weekly spotlights. Uh, we're just going to honestly catch up about the past weekend because that's both of our weekly spotlight. Um, and then we'll do a little book update and then we will jump into some advice. Some advice. So... This past weekend, um, there will be a vlog coming up the following weekend. That's been like the the theme the past two two episodes. Two episodes? Well, we did like a Jonas Brothers. Oh, I thought you were talking about our vlog channel. I thought you were calling them episodes. No. Um, So we went to Cincinnati. Maggie, our cousin, she lives there. This is year two of her being there. And we happened to visit her last year, also in October. And this year, we chose this specific weekend because... Um, they, she went to Iowa State, we went to Iowa, so, like, not really Iowa State fans, um, but the rest of our mom's family is, and since the University of Cincinnati is now in the Big 12, the Cincinnati and Iowa State had their first meeting ever, and it was in Cincinnati, and there was also a Bengals home game this past weekend. So we finally got to go to the Bengals game. It's the perfect little one-two punch, um, Sierra and I were nice, and we went and more some Iowa State stuff supported them, but yeah. Uh, we ended up actually flying to Cincinnati and then driving back with our mom, grandma, and uncle because they had driven there. It ended up working out where we could have driven with them mm-hmm. to Cincinnati, uh, but for other reasons, we ended up flying there and that was already planned ahead of time. It was honestly like the drive back, being that like I didn't have to do literally anything, was like quite nice. I napped a little bit. I read basically like a whole book and it really didn't seem like it took that long. Honestly. I read a whole book too. We once again brought the G7X on this trip and like I gotta say, it slays. Like it is responsible for my Instagram at this point. Like I think the last like 12 posts I've had, like it's gotta be 12? responsible for Already? Like eight of them. I was oh, just okay. saying like, let me see. I actually like, I looked not that long ago, but one, two, three, four five six seven eight eight of my oh my god i was right eight of my last 12 well and here's the thing because i feel like it seems 
like from the outside looking in you'd think oh like that's really extra to like use the g7x i the time it takes to get a photo right it's less effort when i'm actually physically taking a photo because it just looks better like at the jennifer's concert obviously we tried like a little bit here and there like when we were at our seats but the one i ended up posting as like the main frame was like we took two three shots outside the toyota center and that's a good percentage that's a 33 percent and And it's just like with the flash it just always like the lighting fills everything out yeah same with like the Bengals game i was like yeah because i don't know we're like it's at least good enough yeah it's good enough and like I'm like, you know, if you took that, we took a couple on our phone and you were like, I'm not posting any of those, mm-hmm. but it elevates and it. And all of a sudden it's just like, it's like, it brings me back to like when we were doing senior pictures and, and like, I was like, it was so windy the day we were doing senior pictures. I was like, these are going to be so bad. So, so bad. And then like the photographer would be like, do you want to see? And I'd be like, not really. Cause these are going to look so bad. And they're like, go look at the picture on the camera. Like hairspray, and like my hair was everything like in perfectly, place. Perfectly like laying flat, nothing out of place i was like what is going on here what is this sorcery it's kind of like it's interesting to be able to like look at the camera after you take the picture and be kind of like pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. and like, maggie kept maggie made like multiple comments because like we used this at the cincinnati iowa state football game we pulled it out at the end i know we're being extra but like you know whatever and again a couple quick shots maggie like at before we got back to her apartment i swear she's like posted like she was like okay here's my instagram yeah. And she was, like, just saying how, she's like, what camera is this? Like, you know, maybe thinking about getting some sort of, like, film or digital camera because it just makes things look so much better. And, like, obviously you don't need, like, a G7X because I feel like... We already had that. Yeah, we already had that camera and, like, that's just what everyone was, like, already saying. So we're like, oh, like, we have the camera, like, why don't we try it out? Um, But any, like, digital camera, like, a point and shoot, like, just with some flash does a little something, it seems. Mm -hmm. So anything else for our trip? I feel like... Watch the vlog. Um, Maggie's actually, funny enough, she's coming back to town. Like, right now as we speak. Right now. Like, so we literally saw her two days ago, and now she's coming back to town because they have their bye week. And we're going to go see the Taylor Swift Eras concert Concert. movie tomorrow, which I'm I'm pretty excited about. I've never been to a, like, concert movie. And I've seen, like, stuff on TikTok. I'm curious to see what our theater is going to be like. Because I've seen a mix of people being like, everyone's up dancing sing i expect people to be singing yeah i'm fine with that i kind of just want to like stay sitting in my seat yeah like sue me as long as people don't like disturb me and what i'm doing i'm fine and i'm fine with singing Mm because it's like i'll probably sing too yeah but like i haven't been to like a movie in a while i feel like so i'm just looking forward to it and um i've surprisingly like i'm not expecting to be like blown away because like i'm just like it's just gonna be like a concert but like movie but i've seen like some surprising takes where it's just like blowing people away so i'm curious just like what my thoughts are gonna be mm-hmm. okay are you ready for book a book update. update um i have officially decided as of right now to dnf book of night by holly black i got about 50 pages in and i just i don't think urban fantasy is my thing i didn't like that it was like real world but then like kind of they're like people with magic and stuff going on i also didn't fully get it i didn't like the main character didn't really care about what's going on and so I took a piece out of Megan's book and I said, you know what, you know, if I'm, I'm not, not enjoying living. it. What's the point of finishing it or at least reading it right now? Especially because like since getting Vegas, it's just been harder to read books. Mm-hmm. You want to enjoy the ones you're reading. I got to make sure I get my reading goal in. Mm-hmm. So I got like nine more books to go. I've got two books I finished. This is all thanks to just like having a heavy travel weekend. So I, can I read, read pretty much all of Recursion on the drive back, which we can discuss that as well. Because um, you guys know, I like briefly touched on how I started the book last week i mentioned it and like how i was saying i was enjoying it but i was like it's it's kind of getting me confused a little bit um really enjoyed the book i gave it a four and a half out of five stars i liked it more than dark matter by blake crouch because i felt like it just made uh, like i know i was saying it was confusing but like it still made more sense than dark matter did and i felt like i connected with the characters more like i was rooting for them more and like during like the second half of the book i just really thought things like we got to like a point where I was like, I kind of seemed like that was going to be like the whole I feel like there was like a tonal shift. The book, and there was just like a full shift that like it really like things got taken up a notch. And like I was like, I didn't even see this component of the book coming. Um, but it was just like really interesting. Mm-hmm. I was, and I like, feel like with that second half of the book, even it was like it was a little bit beyond the second half, even when like that switch that we're both mm-hmm. thinking about happened. And I just thought it was like a cool switch from like, you know, focusing on like the ethical like scientific stuff so then like focusing on just like 
the humanity and like the relationships between these people and like mm-hmm. what they're experiencing so it was like a unique twist that i enjoyed so really enjoyed it i also gave the it rating four and a half stars. for me and um so that was that one and then i also i read flawless by elsie silver um which is the first book in the chestnut springs series ever since i read swift and saddled no that's no, not the right that's one the second one that's not done and dusted yet. Done and dusted. I just kind of, I've been like, okay, I know that I've seen this series on Book Talk, BookTube, and like the cowboy romance thing. I was like, it's just been on my radar. I just didn't know when to start it. Um, and like all the books are available on Kindle Unlimited. So I had one in my library and I was like, you know, I think this is the one because I just brought my Kindle to my, like when we went to Cincinnati, I didn't want to like bring another physical book. And so that was the one that I said, you know what, I'm going to do this. And I enjoyed it. Um, it was like a pretty just like like, I don't know if I'm going to, like, think about it forever, but, like, given that there's, like, a whole universe and series, I'll probably delve back into it eventually. Like, um, it's something you, like, pick out here and there. Yeah. Um, I'm currently reading, and I barely am into it, but I'm, like, I need to, like, get back on my reading grind. Um, so I'm reading Never Lie by Frieda McFadden. It's on Kindle Unlimited. Um, I've read one book by her, The Housemaid, and it was, like, pretty fast, easy to get through. It was a satisfying thriller. And so I just need, like, you know, something mm-hmm. quick, hopefully. I also, so like I just started two days ago when we got back, I have A Court of Mist and Fury. I just said I'm going to go back into Akatar for a little bit and see what this second book has in store. I'm curious. I really am. I wonder. I'm curious to see if you finish this one and then you're like, okay, Sierra, now you need to read Akatar. Yeah. I I feel like you'll either be like that or I feel like you'll be like, eh. unfortunately, I kind of feel like I'm going to be like, just like slowly getting my way through the series. Like, not like it's bad, but I just don't know. If I'm going to be like dying even once i finish this book so we'll see um and then i know shortly coming up like i have that second second the abby jimenez book that i like got not that long ago that i would like to read eventually i also have fourth wing those are kind of like the other two like books that are on my physical tbr that i'm trying to get through soonish you guys know what i'm working on right now so megan and i went to barnes and noble today and last time we were at barnes and noble they have like this tote bag section and they have a tote bag that has like a bunch of like spines of books and it's like the ideal bookshelf and it's just like this cute little illustration of all these like well-known enough books but like none of them that I've read. And so like a couple months ago when I first saw it, I was like how cute would it be if you could like go and order like this with your own personal books on it. And then today when we saw it, I was like, you know what? It's possible that I could make that myself. And so tonight what I did, I used procreate on megan's ipad and i made spines of three books which surprisingly took quite a long time um but i'm just kind of like maybe like working my way through it and if i get what i consider to be enough books perhaps i can like print a little print a little uh transfer thing and get a blank tote bag and make my own tote bag so Mm -hmm. right now i currently have beach read 11, 22, 63 in Happy Place. But I started a whole little note on my phone of things that I could include. What do you mean? Just books or? Yeah. Okay. Is it just your five stars? No, I said I wasn't going to just do my five stars because there's some five stars that I don't feel like I'd want on there. And then oh, there's well, like, then what's the list? Some of it is like not, it depends on like how many, A, like how many books do I think I can do without going crazy. Um, But I have Project Hail Mary, Beach Read, Book Lovers, Happy Place, Eleven twenty two sixty three. The Seven Year Slip. Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Billy Summers. Yours Truly. Thank you for listening. Seven Husbands of Ellen Hugo. Recursion and The Silent Patient. Recursion made it. I was like, yeah. you know, maybe. Yeah. Um, don't have any DIY projects I'm currently working on. That's um, a new segment of the podcast. Any DIY stuff you're working on? Um, let me pull up. So for advice, you could either send us. The little thing in the box. Can if we it also, enough? like, because I don't know how many advice we talk about, and I want to just, like, discuss fall trends and, like, fall happenings and whatnot. Um, because we also, when we were at the mall, we were just doing, like, some general Christmas shopping slash, like, a general wish list for myself because I also just want to buy more things. <laughs> um, because I feel like every time it gets to be fall and winter, I'm just, like, I don't have anything to wear. Like, I don't have, like, fall and winter tops and what I mean by that is not like a lot of long sleeves or like sweaters Mm -hmm. that I like to wear so then I just wear like sweatshirts and leggings which I will still probably do 
but then I feel like if I am getting dressed up for something, then I'm like, I don't, I don't have anything to get dressed up for. And my Pinterest is Pinteresting and it's inspiring me to do try and look shopping. cute. So, um, I did buy a shirt from Aerie today that I feel like is fall, winter, like casual, I got a appropriate. New jeans from Abercrombie. I got a pair of brown jeans, like, and like I have like usually I'm like a '90s straight, like love the '90s straight, but I kind of was like I almost feel like the regular length. I'm like, is it too short? But like it's probably not. But like I want something like longer or like just loose around the ankles. So I tried their relaxed fit. I bought two pairs with their relaxed fit, and I like them. They're different, so I think I'm gonna keep them. And then I bought like a long version of the '90s straight which I still think is too long, but like there is the option to cuff it. And I was kind of like, Sierra, do you want to keep these and then maybe pay me for them so they could be like be yours if I have access to them. But then like, cause I was planning on returning like at least one pair, but I'm kind of like, I don't know. I think I just want all the options. options. I'll probably keep them. So at some point when I try them a on, bill. finally, um, coming your way, bill coming your way. I still have to pay you back for the bills that you sent me, but then I have to reconfigure in my bills that I have to have from you um anyways I also am like thinking maybe getting like a trench coat or something okay Sears has no memory of me saying this but like literally yesterday when I was like going through my possible Christmas list I was telling her I was like you know I think I'm gonna add like a camel coat to like my list like just to have like a nice dress coat and you know how I know you heard me say that because you were like you're not just gonna like buy it now and I mm-hmm. said no like I think now see you remember a camel you coat remember. and a trench coat is different. But, like, you're telling me I didn't inspire that? It was not... I'm, like, I'm just on my Pinterest. Everyone was wearing trench coats. So, okay. I don't know, like, what to say inspired it. Okay. Um. Anyway, Dillard's had a trench coat that I tried on. It's, like, funny because every time you take a picture of something, you're like, well, like, this looks ugly. I know? would style it different. <laughs> so, let me, like, show you the picture of the trench coat that I was wearing. I, could, I, mean, looks, I could see the vibe. Okay. Like, I don't have any, Good. like... My outfit's, like, you know, not doing it justice. I'm literally, like, leggings and you're right shirt. <laughs> yeah. This is the fit that I was wearing. Um, But I just was, like, I need something for, like, when I get... Again, when you get dressed up, you always forget that it's cold outside. And then you're, like, wait, I have, like, not... I don't have a coat. So then your coat's this. not appropriate for the outfit. Yeah. And it just doesn't look good. We've had several weddings that we've gone to in, like, where the like, fall. Uh, where it's mm, questionable. Um... So maybe I'll go back and buy that at some point. I want like a colorful scarf. I've seen some on my Pinterest that I'm like, okay. I want something cute. like, I like, I don't need this. Like this is like not a practical gift, but like that's kind of what, cause like I, if I want something that bad, like I'll just buy it myself. Like that's just like how I operate typically. Cause I can't like, if I really want something, I just want to buy it now. for it right now. And so one of the things on my list, although like I feel like this stuff is always sold out or like pre-order. So I don't know if it would actually like happen. But there's a clothing brand. It's called Odd Muse. And I feel like they've gone viral from like the dresses that they've created. But it's just like the most elegant. I have no place to wear a dress like this. But like you could. Like something could come up later where like the dress would be feasible. But it's just like it's I just love the dress so much. I like a lot of the stuff that they have. But I feel like they're most popular for their dresses. And I feel like that's like the thing that I would want. But they've got like other close to it's also like kind of expensive um but i'm kind of like isn't that what christmas is for like unreasonable things that like i wouldn't buy myself that's true maybe um i was also looking into not really at this trip anyways but on my list of things um so mom if you're listening let me know if you buy any of these so i don't buy for myself um some flare leggings slash yoga pants there's a hot debate and i have a firm stance to me, yoga pants are always, like, when they've got the folded band. Like, that's what yoga pants were, like, when they first came into the zeitgeist in 2010 or whatever. It was Victoria's Secret Pink, the zebra band folded over with pink on the butt, and it was like, these are yoga pants. And so now I'm like, well, I just think that that's what yoga pants are. I'm neither here nor there if people call them flared leggings or yoga pants. But I am referencing just, like, the regular leggings that flare out. Um, because I want something a little bit different. A little different. Um, shape the legs a little bit differently. Or, like, I don't have any, like, puffer vests anymore. I feel like that could be, like, a fun accessory mm-hmm. again. Or, like, do I you just, want a cropped I'm one always, or not cropped? I don't know. Probably. I've also seen, um, 
reversible vest where it's like black on one side and like tan on the other that could actually be like a good bang for your buck yeah or like it's so hard because like i know i'm a neutral girly at heart but like i see like inspo stuff of like you know pops of color here and there but then like you really limit like it looks good for like the moment but then like i don't know it shouldn't be bad to rewear stuff but like in my mind i'm like i don't know anyways um other exciting things looking into doggy daycare for vegas um he's approaching four months old at the end of this week i think and so the doggy daycare that i'm looking into is like technically they have like puppy stuff that you can do so i could like call and get him scheduled for whatever um but yeah probably hopefully planning on doing that like two to three times a week just obviously right now he's been in his kennel when we're at work which is fine we have people come in and let him out every couple of hours so he's doing a-okay but i think it'd be nice for him to make some friends socialize get some Maybe energy have out some energy burned out by the time exercise um, be good okay so i have dms pulled up or not dms you go to dms i will start on the story list and we will slowly start working our way through the advice stuff so i'll start um Someone said, any tips for getting interviews for jobs? I applied to a bunch but get zero responses. This would be a good question for our sister who's in HR. I feel like here's some things that are like, they sound simple to me, but sometimes they're not. And like, I'm not saying that you do or don't do this. But obviously, like when you're sending stuff in for an interview, like that basically means like all they've got to go off probably is like a resume and like cover letter. And that's probably it. And don't have a dumb resume. As simple as it sounds, our it's sister who shocking. works in HR, without like sending anyone's like personal info, like she has shown examples of like, this is like an actual resume I got for a position. And it's like, I kid you not, and no hate to this person because like good for them, but they literally put like on their resume, they're like cured my anxiety and depression. That is not relevant to whatever job you're applying to like what is that on there for so things like that don't put that on there keep it to education relevant experiences it does not have to be like your entire life story make sure the formatting is appropriate like there's templates for that stuff um and then i feel like just generally speaking try and like speak with professional tone be it a positive person. Make sure your tense is the same throughout the entire resume, whether that's, I usually do past tense because I feel like it, it's like, you know, wrote, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like that just makes more sense, especially if it's stuff that you're not currently doing, then just do everything past tense. I feel like if you're also applying for positions that are like via like you're setting it in online, some people like go into like the weeds of like, there's different things you can do to like if you tag these certain words, like, within your resume, then it'll, like, help in the process. But, like, I don't know. I don't know the weeds of all that stuff. So, I would say just focus on presenting yourself in a positive light and also recognize that for a lot of the jobs in the job market right now, like, things are saturated. So, it's taking everyone naturally a little bit longer time it's a numbers to, game. you know, get interviews and then from there get positions um so it does just take time okay this one is a longer one a little bit more specific to this person um i've been slowly working on my bachelor's since i was 18 i'm 23 now and i'm only a second semester junior because i keep having to leave school or do a lighter load because of my mental health i'm taking a hiatus right now but my current goal is to go to pt school I've been a PT tech since March and I love what I do, but I don't know if I'd be able to handle being a full physical therapist and having to submit notes and make decisions about people's cares. I thought about PTA school, but since you don't need a bachelor's for that, all my courses that I've taken over the past few years will go to waste. I'd also still have to submit notes and stuff, which I'm worried will be hard. My overall question is, with the info I've given given you, do you think going through with trying to get into PT school is a good idea for someone who struggles pretty heavily with mental health or should I maybe go for a somewhat easier path like PTA? First of all, I would like to say that I know plenty of PTAs, I would arguably say more PTAs than not have their bachelors before mm-hmm. they decide to go to PTA school. So don't let that like hold you back or like make you think that you can't go to PTA school because I think right. most of the PTAs I know have their bachelors. Um, I wouldn't let like your mental health 
hold you back from that. Nothing you've said to us right now is like 100% me saying like, you have to do this or this. Because like, I think how your mental health is, is always like something that's changing. It can get better. It can obviously get worse. Don't let like the notes be the one thing that like holds you back from being a PT though. Because if you're like stressed about the like health decisions that you have to make for someone, there are different levels of physical therapy care where like you're not going to be stressed out yeah. about like, like the if you're doing outpatient decisions physical therapy, you're making. It's not life and death. Yeah. Like don't do the ICU if you're stressed about like harming someone or like doing something that would cause like someone a drastic change in medical status. Yeah. So there's so that's like there's layers with that. Um, in terms of like, obviously PTA and PT have different roles as the PT, you would be the one who is responsible for like, this person is like technically my patient and like, I'm the superior making decisions. However, in often in many settings, there's a therapy team. And I feel like most of the time, everyone on the therapy team is very collaborative, especially if you ask for input, ask for opinions, like me and my OT, I mean, I have a couple different OTs I work with, but like the one I work with the most, like we're very collaborative. We always ask like, hey, like, do you think this patient's ready for like, if we take the wheelchair away or like, we're th- like, do you think we shouldn't, you know, decrease the level of supervision? Like, it's always like a conversation to be had. necessarily. Um, and so that helps. However, at the end of the day, like you still have to kind of like make a decision and like mm-hmm. stand by it. Um, I think both paths are viable. I think that just off of the stuff you're telling me with what you sent, I think PTA might be a little bit more direct of a path for you to like get to is what I'd say. Just in terms of like you already say you kind of like taken a couple breaks here, a letter coursework, you know, like PT school. It's not exactly like something that you can not like PTA school would be either, but like it's a lot of work. And so if that's something that you think would be a barrier, but you still want to go into the field, PTA could be a good option. I would also maybe say, it sounds like you work at a clinic of some sort. And so if you have like a PTA at that clinic too, like, I don't know how much shadowing you are able to do when you're at work, but see if you can like more specifically shadow each, like a PT and then a PTA separately, or like even if just, if you're at work, observe them so you can see like, okay, this is the PT, this is everything they're physically doing throughout the day. And this is the PTA, this is everything they're doing. How is that different or not different? And from your perspective, like it might seem like they're doing the exact same thing, but you need to pay attention to, is this an evaluation, which is like the first visit, or is this just like, obviously the PTA can only see follow-up visits. Or I'm just like, my God, like, especially like in a sniff setting, like Sierra and I are in like the notes. I ha- I got to do the evals, which is more paperwork. I got to do the discharges. I got to do the progress notes, research, like that's only stuff that the PT can do. And it's a lot more paperwork versus a PTA only ever has to do like treatment encounter notes where like they're just doing a regular session doing the treatment as the not even necessarily as the PT prescribes because the PTA can come up with like treatment mm-hmm. ideas and do what they want as long as it fits within like the, the PT plan of care. care um but it's just like there is that little bit more as the PT who's kind of overseeing everything that they have to do um was that helpful hopefully I think so um I I'm definitely not saying like do not let your mental health hold you back if you want to be a full-blown PT. But both are viable career options and you wouldn't be. You don't have to consider your time wasted if you go the PTA route. Okay. Someone has a question about best date ideas. We had like a whole thing like where I, we did a tier like, ranking did we, we did, didn't dates. we? Because we said, this is me probably like getting this right now. I don't know now. what we called that episode, but... If you browse back and there's something about dating, we had mentioned that our favorite like idea for a date was like some sort of like walking date. Because we said like fair dates or festival dates would be like top tier because you're walking, but there's also like stuff to do as you're walking. Mm-hmm. But it's also not like there's not too much going on where you can't like converse and get to know the person because that is kind of like the essence of like mm-hmm. the first date is you're trying I love to get the to idea of a walking date versus like dinner's like the most common thing, and I feel like it's. You can always go to dinner. There doesn't have to be a fair or festival going on. So, like, you can always do that. Um, but it's very, like, I feel like it's more strict is not the word I'm looking for. But it's just, like. Formal? Yeah. Um, and so, and I'm just not a formal formal person. Like, the more casual, the better, in my mind. So, but you can always do, like, a, a casual restaurant, too. Like, or like I like, I like an ice cream date, too. Ice cream date's good. Like, again, the ice casual. cream date. 
or like the coffee day is like my equivalent of like getting drinks because you know everyone's like they like getting drinks because like just quick easy you can like leave I don't drink obviously and so like I would feel silly going and be like I'll just get a coke for the road you know so like ice cream is that same kind of vibe where mm-hmm. it's like quick easy you could wrap it up quick and be like I'm done eating so time to go see ya <laughs> Uh, I remember I think bowling was on that list and it's like that would be the literal worst worst first date yeah you could possibly do bowling is a good idea if you've like already gone on a few dates with this person you want to like introduce them to your friends and then you like all go bowling mm-hmm. but not then like, you can, like then you can kind of like you feel that the friends out a little bit when yeah. they're not up there like that would be good but not a first date ideally like not even like in the start of a relationship if you're still like trying to get to know each other i feel like bowling is just like at not. that point like you've established a relationship yeah it could still be early on where you're that's like, how you know you've made it as a couple is that you can like comfortably you, go bowling with one another <laughs> there you go um another other good first dates if you live somewhere i was just gonna say like hiking but like that's basically just a walking date but you live somewhere where it's prettier so that still fits um I feel like, yeah, anywhere that you can, like, converse easily, which I feel like is covered well with walking and or food. Okay. This is another, like, um, therapy-related question. Someone said, um, I started my first job in OT six months ago in school-based peds. I enjoy it for the most part and have always seen myself in peds. But every once in a while, I find myself struggling with contemplating switching areas so I don't pigeonhole myself so early in my career, but also don't want to leave this job so early after just starting it, uh, but then don't want to forget the more generalized skills that I got from clinicals in school. So many different thoughts. Mm -hmm. My thought is that if you're confident you want to end up in peds, you're not going to pigeonhole yourself Mm -hmm. because you won't need those other skills. Like within, you know, OT, as I'm sure is like the same for physical therapy, I know there's there are so many things that I've learned in school and then I'm like I'm not using that right now no like I I I keep telling Sierra like just like once a week I'm making a comment of like I need to go back and like relearn and like that anatomy 101 or part like of that stuff like and that. this is probably true for anyone in healthcare especially but in any career you are the smartest that you're ever going to be when you're in school mm-hmm. specifically studying for like whatever board exam you have because that's when you have to know everything and you feel so smart. You're like, wow, I could do anything in this And like career. it's going to stick with me like forever. And it doesn't. And that's fine because and like, like we it's were not just supposed to in be in school for two and a half years. Your job is not supposed to encompass the entire scope of everything you learned within two and a half years of school. What it does is it, it lets you know what the knowledge, like what knowledge is there. Like, you know, I need to look this up. This is what I need to figure yeah. out. And that's what they try and, and you tell have the resources. Like you can reference back later. You know what to look up. Um, like I've even just like this week, for example, Again, usually I'm working sniff long-term care. Like, I'm not usually working typical orthopedic cases. And so, like, the typical orthomusculoskeletal stuff, like, is not top of my mind right now. However, um, every once in a while, I do have outpatient people. And so, I actually had, like, an SI eval I did yesterday. And I had, like, fair warning. So, like, the night before, I had to freshen stuff up a little bit because I haven't done any of the special tests in a while or reviewed any of, like this is what this means. Here's some good ideas. So reviewed some of that stuff. And it, it's kind of nice to like have like a little bit of like thrown back in a little bit just to like keep those skills yeah. fresh. Um, you could certainly still like review other skills mm-hmm. as you please. My only other recommendation since you mentioned your school-based peds, I don't know if that means you get like summers off or something, but like you could always work PRN in a different setting mm-hmm. if you wanted to. Um, so yeah. I or if you even, like, look at other stuff. This is more so if you don't know if you want to stay in peds for your whole career, but, like, doing PRN in a setting of interest can then, like, either confirm maybe you do want to stay in peds. You're like, this is okay, but, like, I don't want to do this full time. Um, and then that reaffirms you just focusing on peds and not worrying about losing your other skills. Or it can be a way to stay on top of your other skills that you want to and make more money. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, this is so not something that would work for me, like, I know mentally, but, like, sometimes I'm, like, I should just do travel therapy and do, like, three contracts a year, make some good money, and then, like, not work the rest of the year, but, like, then you have to travel for three contracts. It wouldn't do me good. But for, for fun, like, this is just, like, an example of, like, this would be insane. But, like, just for fun, a couple of months ago, I was, like, looking at, like, travel contracts, and there was one I saw for... A place like in Illinois or Indiana or something like that and um it was 
four days a week or yeah, it was four tens, I think a week. And then I was kind of like, what if you did that? You lived somewhere else for like those four days. And then every weekend you flew home and you had like a three day weekend. And then like you're making so much more money that like it's honestly not like that bad. Um, So I sent it to Sierra as a joke, but it was just like I mentally like don't think I would do well being like I have a whole house. All my family is there. Like, I don't know. I just don't think I could do it. But props to anyone who can. Um, someone said, I cannot decide if I want to take a gap year and go live with my mom who is 600 miles away. Gap, gap year years. between high school and college, college and grad no school. Idea. Take a gap year. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people, if you have the financial means, I feel like if you opportunity to that much, like why not? Yeah. Unless like, there's like an actual downside, like why not? Cause I was kind of like. I never really considered it because I kind of like I knew in my head I was like I just want to like keep trucking keep going through but if you're considering doing it we never like had the desire to that's what I said is that's why I kept going <laughs> I said I just want to keep going and get it over with but it provides you the opportunity like how many times in your life are you going to have the opportunity to just like have not a whole like not a whole lot of responsibilities I know everyone does different things during the gap years some people literally just work full time and that's what they do but like Sierra was saying, if you have the means, the opportunity to just like relax a little bit, you only have so much feasible time to do that. So I think you should do it. Okay. Uh, I've said, never met someone who regretted a gap year. I will say that. Right. I recently had a breakup from a four-year relationship and I've been feeling lost. I know it was the best thing for both of us, but it's inevitable to end up with trust issues and less confidence anyway. Um, I like who I was, and now I feel like I have to change many things about myself and adapt so that I don't feel this vulnerable again sometime in the future. Something that hurts me too is that this girl's family and my family were good friends, and now they are distant. I'm not comfortable with how all this turned out affecting the relationship. I know you'll think uh, you're not the most qualified to give an opinion on these kinds of things, but I have been following you for a while, and I know you think clearly and logically. Don't hype me up so much. Um... How would you process this if you were in a similar situation? Do you take that as like they feel like they need to change things about themselves because they feel like those things didn't work well in the relationship or because here's how I read that. I feel like it didn't work out because like this isn't to like be negative. Like it didn't work out because of these things that you these traits you have or whatever. But I feel like it means they didn't work out because of those things. But you are who you are. So you in spite of that, so you need to then find someone who those things work for. Mm-hmm. I never think, like, you should not be changing I think you are. It's never going to work. Let's normalize that a lot of, probably most breakups happen when two perfectly fine, okay, good people, good people just realize that they're not for each other for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And it's and nothing you had good memories. bad about either of you. It's nothing that either you need to change. It just means you need to find someone else who better compliments you. And so as far as like the families being close and now not so close, um, maybe, I don't know. It depends on like what your full dynamic was, but like you could just say, well, you guys can still hang out and like, I don't know, maybe your girlfriend or like you just like won't hang out with them. I don't know. Yeah. I'd be like, I guess you guys decide what you want to do with that. Yeah. Um, how to turn your mind off work at the end of the day slash weekend to relax. I am most of the time queen of this. I love being able to finish work and then like not think about it most of the time. Sometimes I'm just like falling asleep in bed. I'm like thinking of like who I have the next day. I'm like, is there anything like different that I want to try? And like, I usually don't like lose sleep over that. But like sometimes I am kind of like when I first started work, I was like losing sleep. I feel like the night before mostly just because it was like the new job like stress Mm -hmm. of you know and things were crazy when I first started I was just like oh my god yeah um now I feel like again kind of the good thing about being a PT who also like doesn't have any other administrative roles within Mm -hmm. my department is that my job is to go to work treat people do my notes and that's it leave and I don't bring my computer home with me so I you best believe I'm finishing my notes there when I'm out the door, there's simply nothing I can do. 
it's out of my hands. So unless like you said, if there's something I need to like prepare for specifically, which most of the time there isn't because like most of my skilled evals are like similar enough. Um, or if it's like part B, like it's, you know, you guys, something I, know can, I can think off the cuff of, you know, what I need to do for an eval. Um, but I really don't find myself thinking too much unless I'm trying to like plan out unless my day. Unless I'm like a tricky patient where you're just like, things are just not going how I need them to. Yeah. Um, if you don't have a therapy job or a healthcare position and you have like a typical job where it's like a little bit trickier to separate it's like, yourself. I think there's a fine line of sometimes you get so stressed about thinking about your job that you're like, is there anything I can do to like ease my stress tomorrow? Like right now by doing this. And so I would say if you can do that and it's something you can feasibly do by like, oh, like if I print this out beforehand, like that'll make my life easier. If I like write down a to do so don't forget tomorrow. Then I can do that quick. And then you can kind of like But like otherwise if it's not something you can actually do that's gonna have a meaningful impact on your day, then don't worry about it. I also feel like and Sierra and I get in like some days we're better at this than others but like obviously since we're both pts and we live together like we'll talk about work a fair amount like outside of work and like just this happened today this happened today and to a certain point like that's okay it's healthy it's normal to do that you're sharing like what you were literally doing all day um but i do think it's also healthy like whether you live with someone or maybe you like talk to your parents like you call them a lot or like every single day and like you're just chatting and catching up or you have a significant other and you're like catching up it can be okay and healthy to kind of say like, you know what, after I'm off work, like I just don't really want to talk about work. I just, I'm done with work. Work is not who I am. Let's talk about anything else. Yeah. And we've had times where we're talking and we're like, okay, you can say this and like, then we're not talking about work because like, I got to work tomorrow. I'm not working right now. Why are we talking about it right now? (laughs) So you can like establish boundaries like that if that'd be helpful. Um, and then I also think too, like, um, this has been less feasible since we've gotten Vegas but I feel like during the summer like we were just living with like we had different things we were doing like different days of the week different things to look forward to and like that for sure takes your mind off of work instead at work you're like I can't wait to do this after work and like you're not thinking about work at work (laughs) yeah I'm just kidding um but yeah just having things that you enjoy too is gonna make you just enjoy your life outside of work and hopefully you'll be thinking about it as much um, I think that was like all of the DMs that we had gotten. Oof, I don't even know if I have good advice for this, but we did buy a house. So advice for first time house buyers who know nothing. I feel like I know nothing and I bought a house. Um, we obviously had a realtor who we kind of just like did everything she needed us to do. Open up your mind it. more initially and then be willing to like narrow stuff down from that i feel like we started out with such a super specific list and then we're like there's nothing and so they're like okay like add these locations you know change the price range to this do x y and z and cast a wider net to the things that you can then look at yeah i mean the basic stuff is like obviously like send in whatever like financial statements you need to like get approved for like said loan like that'll tell you how much you can afford and then obviously you need to decide like am i spending the max of that or am i like gonna tell myself to not do that much um and then from there I really like I just fully trust that like when you're looking for homes like you know when a house feels right versus when it doesn't and like we saw a lot of quirky quirky houses that would be like like, maybe this was like this could really be interesting this is unique (laughs) what a feature and I'm just like no, you were saying all of that and, like, because Trying it was to so abnormal. Like, there were some, like, good features to different houses we were looking at where, like, had a really nice redone, like, main level. But then there was, like, sub-level one, sub-level two, like, unfinished. And we're like, oh, like, this could be, like, we were oh, like, really... Oh, this is really, like, unique. Like, this area could be, like, the downstairs living room. And then you, like, step down again. <laughs> and then that's the, that's the like washer-dryer. And then down again. Into, like, a... Mm-hmm, that's storage and to the side so, is another bathroom okay. we saw some unique house layouts like i'll just say that and we both know what house we're thinking of right now. <laughs> and um, i was like justifying kind of like back then i was like you know we'll think about putting an offer in on this one yeah or so, like there's other ones where it's like we knew we wanted 
two bathrooms like my goodness so hard to ask for like just Sierra would have a bathroom and I'd have a bathroom and this was another I don't know if you're gonna like know the exact one I'm thinking about it was like gray floors uh white-ish kitchen anyway it was like one level I think or like split level and one there's like a master bedroom but or no it wasn't this one also had like weird separate levels um and then like an unfinished basement and then it was like we'd have to share like there's one full bathroom and then maybe like a half bath and I was kind of like it had like a a bathroom part but then like a separate kind of like vanity component to it where I was like oh like this could kind of be like this could kind of work for the two of us to like share the one bathroom and I was just kind of like no we wanted the two bathrooms like you're gonna have certain things that you know you want you need and when we were like really just like low on like morale morale like I found like we were really justifying a lot of like this could work I just feel like don't say that on too many things what I can say is that first of all we the house that we own we actually saw first via FaceTime and like I could even just tell from like the listing that we saw and the FaceTime call I was like I really feel good about this house and so then like we had our dad walk through it and like he felt pretty good about it and I like we I literally put it off on this house without setting foot in it yeah and so but not that I would felt, necessarily recommend that but but it just felt right and I can say that like we don't regret it and it all worked out we could have been like we w- went and saw the house after they accepted our offer and we still t- could have technically pulled out um but it all worked out so that's all I have to say on that um Someone said, anatomy study tips. How did you best learn and remember it all during PT school? Um, I think, obviously anatomy, like, there's a lot to learn. I do credit, we had great anatomy professors, like, during, I mean, both undergrad, but, like, PT school, you, like, it's, like, when you're in high school, you, like, learn anatomy, and you think, you think you know everything. Do you remember, I remember you know? in high school being, like, what is adduction versus abduction? That was, like, the hardest of, like, Like, curriculum. you learn that, and you're, like, okay, sweet, like, I've got it. Then you go to undergrad, and you're, like, oh. Uh, it's not just like the humerus, it's like the greater tubercle of the humerus. Interesting. And then you get beyond that and you get into PT school and you're like, what's the origin and insertion of every single And then the nerve that also goes into it. So, you know, it's, it gets more layered. So hopefully you've gotten like a good foundation with like whatever school you've had thus far. Um, you ask specifically for like muscle stuff or just anatomy in general. Drawing out stuff was huge for me, especially when it came to like neural pathways yes. or blood pathways like you gotta draw it and then like, there's not a way and then draw it again um i really liked redrawing stuff like different schematics that like we had um if these words don't sound familiar then like maybe it doesn't apply to you but like dermatomes was like really helpful to like draw out and just like i technically don't reviewing. think dermatome is a word i think she made that up oh well it's, a but good it's word. like the superficial uh sensation oh wait no sorry dermatome is a word it was like the peripheratomes was the word mm. she made up <laughs> yeah that gets tricky um so drawing stuff out's really good i loved my anatomy app that i had on my ipad that i cannot recall the name of it's like biohuman like, yeah well that was like a free one i did have a version i paid for if i search anatomy app i'm sure it'll come up so like give me just a second um complete anatomy that's a good one it I did pay for like the couple years like there's a free trial but like it's just a really really good one it's got a lot of different things on it so I would recommend using that otherwise um sometimes it's just like repetition I know like what I would do frequently is for like specifically muscles with like the origin insertion and we had to do like blood supply and do you remember that we made like a chart and we just wrote everything down and then you'd write it down again and then you write it down again and like the more you kind of like can visually think through stuff in your head too like the easier it's going to be because then instead of just like straight memorization you're kind of like visualizing like oh it goes here so that has to be this yeah yeah or you can like you said like you can logic your way through it if like oh like I know that the suprascapular nerve is up here and that probably goes like supraspinatus because it's in the same area. So mm-hmm. the more you know it individually, then like you bring it all together and hopefully it tracks. 
cleaning and housekeeping tips slash advice what products do you use you know what was game changer for us like moving from apartment to a house getting just like cleaning spray and then like saying we clean the counters after every meal really has been game changer. like that's a game changer it's we clean the counters every night maybe multiple times a day who knows that's a good one i don't have any like uh we also have like the shark back mop just because like our whole first floor is like uh wood, wood floors and vegas makes the floor a mess and we're always bringing grass in now since we've gotten him so it's just nice to have like something quick that something you can pull quick. out vacuum without having to like get a legit full vacuum and yeah. like or like sweep with just like an old cool broom no thank you and we had that before we got him too and so we've been loving that um you know else this is also like crazy that i didn't do this before because i feel like a lot of people do this um i hate cleaning my shower and historically i don't know why i changed when we got like a house specifically i could have done this at any point we were ready to just like become new people but i would like do my scrubbing bubbles in the shower and then like rinse it off and you guys are gonna laugh at me when i tell you i used to like use paper towels to try and like clean the shower um which does not work very well because then like the shower is wet and then the paper towel like becomes nothing and it takes you a million paper towels to do anything um so then what i ended up doing was we got like actual like gloves to wear when you clean i know everyone is listening like um wow. i've had gloves uh but we got gloves and i was like now when i do my shower i just like commit to the bit get my gloves so i don't get grossed out and then i get like a rag and i just i scrub it all down and that's made cleaning the shower less gross i get it cleaner and, and it quicker. takes less time so that's a tip that you probably were already doing but if you weren't then there you go i feel like we have gone through most of them so Okay, well, we have it. Thank you guys so much for listening and or watching. If you are watching on YouTube, please subscribe if you haven't already. If you didn't know that we have a video version of the podcast, check out our YouTube. Just search according to podcast and you should find it. Otherwise, we always try to link the stories and the Spotify version every week. So you can just pick which one you want to watch or listen to. Um, but to do that, you'd have to follow our Instagram, which is at according to all spelled out. No and numbers. if you want to participate in future episodes such as this where you need to send stuff in, you better go follow. Otherwise, we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.